Good morning, good evening or good afternoon to all of our listeners. I welcome you to the most searched podcast on HR topics, HR Success Talk Academy. In the series of this podcast, we teach our audience different topics in talent management or HR. Whether you are a beginner, intermediate or expert, HR Success Talk Academy is the place to upskill your HR knowledge. Let's begin. Kaloni, uh, welcome to the HR Success Talk and thanks for sparing time today for a discussion with us. So not thinking uh, much of the time, let's move quickly ahead uh, to the first part, which is like uh, introduction of emotional intelligence. Though we keep on hearing this word every now and then, and it's like a buzzword nowadays. So if you can show some light, what exactly that means into the simple language so that me or anybody else who is new to this concept can make understanding out of it. That would be huge help. Certainly. So, you know, we all know someone who is uh, incredibly bright and uh, yet we, um, you know, didn't really do well in life. you know, ran into challenges. And, you know, if we just go back to our school days, there would be people who were academically very brilliant. But then when it came out to life, they couldn't seem to get, you know, ahead in their career or probably some challenges there. And uh, at the same time, I feel that, um, uh, you know, when we look at such people uh, and then there were so many scientists who went to study that why is it that standard intelligence Uh, isn't enough to predict performance or to predict success in one's life. So they realize that there are many other intelligences, you know, that isn't related to the standard cognitive so-called IQ, you know, a test of intelligence. And uh, this they then labeled emotional intelligence. So what this emotional intelligence really is that, uh, you know, and, and why should really people be looking at it is because if you get an understanding of what is it, uh, what is your level of emotional intelligence? Not only can you discover what it is and how, by understanding your own emotions and those of others. And thereby you can take your leadership and you can take your management skills to the next level. So that's precisely why today uh, organizations are placing so much emphasis on emotional intelligence. And uh, it's one of the top six um, competencies that is even uh, uh, you know, proclaimed by the World Economic Forum. And these are necessary competencies and skills uh, that people should, you know, really develop because, and the good part is that it can be developed and a sure shot indicator of uh, success. Uh, in fact, uh, there is a book written on this that it is not, you know, why IQ alone, you know, and why EQ is actually a better indicator of success. So, um, when we look at um, emotional intelligence, let's look at um, a definition for it. So, um, ability, okay, ability to be aware of your emotions, ability to be aware of the emotions of other people, and then to use that knowledge, use that knowledge to help manage the expression of your emotions such that you are able to not only foster success for yourself, but for others also. So in a layman's language, if you are emotionally intelligent, you are able to better lead your people. You are able to get work done from your people as if that is what they wanted to do. 
so people who have high levels of emotional intelligence or let's say ei for short they are able to understand not just the physical not just the mental but also the social impact that emotions have and uh, you know we all have so many negative uh, and positive emotions that we experience during the day and people who are resilient who have emotional intelligence they are able to actually bypass those negative emotions with ease because they know that this will not let them or lead them to go further this will actually bring them down so i would say uh, people with the developed ai they are proven to be more successful many um, case studies and researches have happened and especially that's why more successful in workplace organizations look at Uh, because they really do want people to work together well and for a leader to have emotional intelligence it just makes way too much sense because if you're not able to understand how your people are feeling especially these days with the pandemic around how do you actually lead your people from anxiety to success how do you lead people from their insecurities overcoming their fears to something which is more uh, positive and much more result oriented and that's really the hallmark of a successful leader so i guess uh, this should help you with what is ai and uh, why is it so important and why so much of emphasis on emotional intelligence uh, especially in these days so right uh, it has actually answered the, the most of the questions which was roaming around into my mind while we were talking about the same okay So let's uh, move ahead to the second topic. That how emotions and the brain is interconnected, and how exactly they play a vital role into the same. Sorry, can you repeat that question? Sure. Uh, so the question here is that how emotions and the brain are interconnected, and how every emotion which develops, okay, gives a process signal to the brain, and that's how your body acts. um now you know there are most uh, social mental and physical consequences uh, to our ability to deal with our emotions so imagine that when you get angry right your red face gets red uh, and probably your breathing you know uh, uh, the the rate of your breathing goes up uh, your blood pressure can go up if you are angry right so these are the ways in which our emotions are actually uh, talking to us through our body and uh, if we ignore these then we ignore them to our own peril because not only ignoring our emotions will ensure that we are unhappy it also lead to physical illness because we've seen that emotions do impact us and for people who are able to deal with any kind of turbulence or any kind of uh, you know negative situation or any tragedy that comes in their lives people with resilience with emotional intelligence are able to deal with it much easily so it has been found that people with a high level of ei are more successful not only they are more healthier not only they are more happier and but they also enjoy better relationships and uh, when i talk of feelings like motivation like uh, friendship like uh, uh, focus right so when you are cool you're more focused you're more fulfilled uh, peace of mind um, awareness balance your self control uh, uh, your the autonomy with which you you know work um, uh, even contentment in a positive way uh, appreciation of life um, connection with people around you and even the desire uh, you know to move up the desire for the greater good 
So imagine all of these feelings and all of these emotions, they are serving a biological purpose. They tell us when our needs are not being met. And, and that's where the trigger happens. So if we are able to manage our emotions well, you know, we know exactly what our triggers are. You know, and for, for many people, the triggers could be any kind of fear or frustration, uh, guilt. You know, it could even be lethargy, right? Uh, you know, like, I know I can't do it, so let it be. So kind of a lethargy or some kind of a depression, um, even victimization. You know, we kind of, you know, beat ourselves up that, you know, you're not worth it. You can't do it. Uh, you know, you are just not, you know, fit for this. So for our own general happiness and also, let's say, quality of life, it, um, it's important for us to learn to develop our emotional intelligence and the way the emotions and the brain, how that works, uh, it, it, it is just amazing, you know. Uh, even, you know, before beginning to explore how emotional intelligence works, it's also important to realize how emotions have a physical, you know, connection with the brain. You know, there would be times when you were so frustrated or angry at someone that you really felt that you were out of control, you know, and you were like full on, right? So we all have have experienced, you know, at any time of our lives, at one point or the other, we would have experienced such a thing. And this can be explained somewhat by the way our emotions are processed in our brains. So whenever we receive some external stimuli, uh, you know, through our five senses, the signal that is sent, uh, which is sent to the thalamus, the, the processor in our brains, it is translated then into the brain's language of chemical signals. And the majority of the signals is then sent to the area of the brain that is responsible for rational thought, which is thalamus. Now, if the correct response uh, involves emotion, the signal is then sent to amygdala, which is the emotional center of our brain. And uh, when we are faced with something which just comes out of the blue uh, and we are not able to deal with it, you know, uh, the body system is going to bypass the rational center and immediately go to the emotional center because a person feels threatened or a person feels fear. And that's how if you are, uh, you know, when you are driving and somebody just overtakes you and there's a rough cut, or you just avoided being hit uh, or being avoided, uh, you know, getting into an accident. You know, you would feel this sudden rush of blood to your face. You would feel your heart thumping because that's your body's reaction because I'm, you know that you have suddenly, you know, just uh, avoided, you know, a big, uh, you know, disaster. And that's exactly how the body will respond whenever it sees, you know, that there's some impending thing. You can see, you can see it in front of you. And the body just reacts. You know, there's no time for rational thought. And this is how our body is made. Our brain, our neuron system. This is how we are. Uh, you know, uh, we we will always react. So that's how we are built. So the relationship between rational and the emotional part of the brain actually develops right from infancy. As children, we are learning. You know, through our emotional relationships. And if uh, we haven't uh, dealt with it, or if you know, if we've not had those emotional relationships in place sometimes you know somebody who saw uh, probably had an encounter uh, let's say with a snake and the snake was coiled on the on the floor and it was there and it was uh, a very frightening experience so um, and then of course nothing happened because the snake went away 
but that point in time that memory got registered and uh, because it was a great emotional reaction that you know the body came up with and uh, whenever in the in the distant uh, you know future if suppose you know we've seen this experiment where there was this uh, cord lying on the floor it was all coiled up and it actually looked like it was a snake all coiled up so you know if you had that kind of experience in your past you would like oh be cautious oh that looks like a snake because your mind will immediately bring that into the forefront and you will feel fearful but that has not been your experience you will just look at it as a mere you know cord which is coiled up and rolled and lying on the floor so imagine these are this is how your emotional and rational part of the brain work when emotions um, bypass when they are a big trigger you know almost always the rational center of the brain will not process it because it takes a little time to process it but when something comes in the way of your normal routine and you know it's it's easy to deal with it's not causing too much of a flutter in your you know in your in your in, in the way you need to deal with it then the rational center of the brain will work so this is how emotions and brain work together the results are really very interesting because a lot of research uh, has happened that has illustrated the fact that um, your emotional and also your iq cognitive intelligence they have to interact in order for us human beings to function you know um, uh, normally right and um, um, yeah so i would say uh, when you have strong stimuli you know uh, and you know what triggers you uh, you have you know that you need to develop your ei in a way that uh, you do not give out a reaction but you actually respond to a situation so that's the that's the gist of how the brain and the emotions work together